Welcome to the XYZ podcast, where podcast where we talk about entertainment and the creative process. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm the Z. I'm Biko and the Y. We both have troubles with the intro sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, so we, our X factor is the fact that we just we we reacting this time again. Yeah. This time we are reacting to the X factor is the second and third episodes of Deep Star Trek. Trek. Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. What are the subtitles of these episodes? I realize that that might be important. Oh, oh you mean the uh, the titles? The titles. Yeah. 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 Well, when I said this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Space. Was, okay. So uh, the first one was that we watched was uh, a man alone. A man. Okay, that makes sense for the plot. Of yeah. Yeah. The episode. Yeah. yeah. And, was and, this, and spo- spoilers, of course. Yeah. Because we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, but they're not like major spoilers. They're just the episode spoilers. They don't spoil major plot lines in the later stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like uh, uh, we should we should do a quick rundown of each of the plots yeah. of the episodes before we really talk about them, just yeah, in case sure. our listeners haven't yeah, yeah. Uh, watched the episodes before. But also, do the fucking homework. <laughs> I'm giving you homework. Yeah, do the homework, audience. Okay, so first it's on Netflix. <laughs> So before, so to, to to get even more background, we should go over the pilot, which is, um, I mean, the setup is you meet everybody, you meet all the characters. Well, the setup, first of all, is that Star Trek is set in space, <laughs> uh, and the next generation happens, and it's Professor Xavier in space, and he's with some space aliens and some humans, but he can walk, and he can walk, and. He's actually named Jean-Luc Picard, and he's French, but he but speaks he's with an English accent. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, then the plot is that there's the Cardassians and the Bajorans. 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 Yeah. Who who have uh, they have this relationship of occupier occupied? Yeah. Um, the Cardassians are space fascists. Yeah. And the Bajorans are space. French space refugees. Yeah, space refugees. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the plot of Deep Space Nine, the pilot. The pilot is that. Uh, so we have a uh, not <laughs> Charles Xavier. We have uh, actually he, Avery Brooks plays Captain Cisco. He was on. I remember the other thing I remember him was actually American History X. Oh, was he the guy in prison who became friends with Edward Norton? No, he's the professor. Okay, he's I've the, seen. I haven't seen American History X since high school. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's the, he's the professor or whatever the guy the guy. I on mostly the, remember the curb stuff. Yeah. 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 Everybody uh, remembers that. Yeah. So Avery Brooks plays Captain Cisco, um, veteran of the Borg invasion, as we yeah. find out early. Uh, he's been he's kind of doesn't know what he wants, but yeah, I mean, and he's so. distrustful of Jean Luc Picard. Right? Yeah, a because little of the bit. Borg because of the Borg thing. Yeah, there's yeah. some history there. There's a little history, but that's not really relevant okay. to the rest of it. Alright. So I, you know, I forgot about all of that until you mentioned it right now, yeah, which is yeah, why it's coming up. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to the station and he's uh he's the new commander. They put him in charge and he's wondering if he should if he would stay. And um yeah, again he's meeting everybody, the doctor who is Doran Martell, actually. Yeah. Doran Martell. Lord Doran Martell. Uh, is, the, is the doctor. Who, who, uh, in my opinion, he, he, he's a character that's supposed to suck, and then in the books he becomes cool, and in the TV show, he still sucks. And also, he's a doctor now. Yeah, he's a doctor now, and he's a young man with energy, as opposed to an old man with gout. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. And he likes the ladies. Oh, yeah. Especially, uh, Especially Jazia. Yeah. The da- Dax. Yeah. Um, he, he likes parasite ladies. Yeah. 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 Then there's, uh, uh, so Major Kira is a Bajoran, representing Bajoran interests. Not who's suspicious of the Federation, but, you know, also acknowledges that they need them. Then there's, uh. She's a woman between worlds. Yes. Then there's Odo, who's the changeling, um, mm-hmm. security officer. Uh, and I maintain that he is a, a fascist. He is a uh, he's a Blue Lives Matter. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get into this. We'll he's not. This. He's he's cool. He's, he's cool. cool. Yeah. But, but there's some things that he says that you're like, wait. You know what? Yeah, he's a bad cop. He's a bad cop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's see other characters. I, there's Cork, who's the barkeep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then there's O'Brien, who was in Next Gen. Yeah. He's he's the link. Yeah. Uh, he's the the Teleportation chief, yeah, the, yeah, transport chief, transport chief, who now, who's now the the chief of operations of the station. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, is this cool? Yeah, and it's like, is there anybody else? Okay, so the, I don't think uh, there's Baby Cisco. Uh, Jake oh yeah, Cisco. yeah, Jake, Jake, yeah, who's yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah, I guess it's those are know. the those are the we'll, main. We'll get into our, our favorite character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, yeah. I was just well, saying. Once we get to episode three, those are those are just the build. I think those yeah. are the the main buildings for the first couple episodes. So the plot of the first one is that you know he's there. He find he's trying to um, help rebuild Bajor, and uh, Kardashians don't make it easy. The station used to be Cardassian, actually, mm. uh, but they were taking over and they're trying to fix everything. And then they discover a wormhole to the Gamma Quadrant. And it's a big thing. There's some fighting over it. Um, and then he goes into, he takes a shuttle, I think, into it, or a runabout, which is like a shuttle with warp. It's like a, it's a nicer shuttle. Okay. And the, so he takes it into the wormhole, and then basically the wormhole aliens come to him in a vision type thing. Yeah. They're out of space and time, and they're basically, I, I don't know if it's discussed, minor spoilers, but they, t- they turn out to be like the, the people, uh, that the Bajorans worship is gods, actually. Oh! Uh, and the, they came through the wormhole, and they were like, ooh, we're your divines now. We're yeah, yeah. Shit. They have, like, okay. they send orbs and stuff like that. So, but, you know, he, um, he becomes their emissary, and then there's, uh, I guess, peace. like, somehow he makes it so that there's peace and, like, the conflict's resolved. Yeah. But well, basically, it's to set up for the, there's a wormhole. Yeah. Which is a which uh, is very good for trade and everything. It's a a, a resource you could say the Bajorans have, yep. but it's also something that everybody else in the galaxy or whatever space yeah. wants slash needs. Yeah, uh, which is why the Federation is there, somewhat watching it over. Yeah, in part, uh, there's a lot of political intrigue there because oh, you know yeah, there's so much. You know, there's who owns who owns space? You know yeah. who owns space. Uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, you know, it's its a major plot point, but it's going to get bigger, too. Yeah. It's going to get even more important. There's something going on in current, like, literally, that I listened to a Daily episode, an episode of the podcast The Daily, which okay. is the New York Times podcast, okay, yeah. that uh, reminded me a lot of the whole situation with the wormhole, like, a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, there's this, so you know about, like, the fires that have been going on in the Amazon? Yeah, the Amazon, yeah. 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 Uh, so, supposedly, they may or may not be, like... They're always going on, like, every year. Uh, they're still bad. They're still very bad. Okay. Uh, but there's this... So, it's the whole thing of, like, the whole world kind of needs the Amazon. Okay. But also, the Amazon's in Brazil. Yeah. So, Brazilians are like, we can do whatever the fuck we want with this, because this is our resource. Okay, Or at yeah. least, 
some some Brazilian, especially Bolsonaro, who's the president. Uh, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of like the Bajorans are being like, especially in the third episode we yeah. watched, which we'll get to. Yeah, the second episode. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the second yeah. episode we watched, but the third in the in the third had had the one guy who was sort of like, um, yeah. this is our resource. Like yeah. we're Bajorans, uh, we should like. Who cares about the Federation? We'll get to that. We yeah, we'll get to, to explain that, yeah. the plot of episode two first. Yeah, actually, so um, when I pulled up the guide on Let's Watch Star Trek, on it, I think .net, but yeah, yeah, I pulled up, I think the actually the um, the second episode was, the the order was flipped, actually. What? Well, I don't think it matters to in, in the... In yeah, the I could not tell that one was yeah. the other. But it actually, I don't know, I guess it thematically kind of makes sense. Yeah, because uh, the, the only thing would be that Kirich is and Cisco trust each other more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but so the first, okay, so the first one we watched was the is a, it was called a Man Alone, which is, I mean, like, actually the okay, so like the plot is relatively simple. It's a murder mystery. Yeah, it's, it's a murder mystery with like a false accusation, and then it's got a little sci fi twist. Yeah, uh, Odo, who's the the chief uh, security dude, uh, he sees a guy. He he's always been the chief secure. He he's been on this station yeah, for a while, yeah. even before the Federation gets here. And he sees this uh, he sees this Bajoran who he put in prison a while back. Yeah, he's like that guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he's he's a smuggler. Uh, he's probably a murderer. Uh, I don't trust him. He shouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, but uh, because political reasons have changed, this guy was released from prison. Um. And so he's going to Cisco, just being like, "We should just preemptively put that guy back in prison." Bad cop move. Yeah. Want to be clear? Yeah. Bad cop move. Uh, oh no! Both episodes does things that are bad cop moves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, then it turns out that guy dies, uh, and everyone on the uh, ship blames Odo. Yeah. So uh, thematically, it's actually kind of like a racism thing, actually. Yeah. Uh, because they think because he, he's different. Yeah. And because all the evidence seems to point that a shapeshifter, which Odo is, yeah. uh, did the murder ring. Yep. Um, um, I, I mean, it also kind of looks like the guy who got murdered sort of made it. Uh, ooh, fire alarm. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, been go- it's been going off. It's, it needs battery change. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it happens. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, people... Like there is speaking of the racism stuff, there there's a part where they all kind of corner him. Yeah, they all being people on the space station, a yeah. bunch of Bajorans, Most especially Bajorans. Yeah, yeah, who you know they they seem to like this guy who got killed. Yeah, um, and and they're angry that Odo took the law into his own hands uh, as they perceive it to have been. Yeah, uh, first of all, Cisco kicks him off the case because he's like the the evidence all points yeah. to this, and, yeah. and Odo is like, well, then you must believe I did it. No, that's just called separating conflict of interest. Yeah, it's like very clearly a conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, uh, now we understand better nowadays. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I'm not saying I'm racist against shapeshifters. I want to be clear. I don't think Odo did it. Uh, I just think it would look really suspect if Odo was the guy who was in charge of the investigation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm worried about Odo. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, they all corner like a whole mob quarters Odo, and one of the guys mentions, "Ah, it would be hard to put shapeshifters into a rope." Yeah. Uh, clearly indicating that it was a lynch mob. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 And of course, there's the whole like when his uh his uh, office is vandalized, which is which by the way is like the most like like nice vandalism relatively to like like what other like other TV shows would 
would demonstrate because it's like a couple blo- broken glasses, like some monitors that are like weird, and then just like shape shift or sh- something. It's a shifter. Shifter. Yeah. Shifter yeah. is scratched into the wall with sparkles. Actually. Yeah, it, it looks very, real. It was very glittery. Yeah, so, you know what? I'd fucking own it. That's pretty punk yeah. rock. I was like, that's yeah. It was it was just kind of funny from like the perspective of like, well, shit could re- like, and the chair was knocked over. Yeah. And I was like, you know, shit could be burning. There could be way, it could be way worse, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny. That I it mean, it was still bad. I feel like I feel like now you're undercutting how. You should, oh, I mean, he like he was a man alone. Yeah, you know, I, he, I understand. You know, like I understand the point of it. I just thought it was like just looking at the effects. It's you know, if you look at the special effects of the original series, some yeah. of them are just like hilarious. Uh, I found it interesting uh, that earlier in the episode, before they even got into this plot line, um, I'm just connecting this now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kiko and Chief O'Brien, that's his, his husband and wife couple, yep. Yep. are having an argument, and um, Odo says something along the lines of, like, I don't understand why people get in couples. And it kind of shows that, you know, he sees himself as a man alone. Yeah, yeah. He, he sees himself as a bit of a loner. Yep. And um, then later, you know, he kind of gets set off alone. Yeah. Uh, and he actually, feels alone. He feels he feels that Cisco is abandoning him by yeah. saying, "Hey, you're off the you're off the force." You're off the case. Except Cisco was cool about it too. Cisco was like, "Hey, man, it's just not a good look. Yeah, I can't have you on the case." And he's the one, and then Odo's the one that like, "But you must suspect me," and all yeah. this in this. Yeah, Odo even came up to him earlier and was like, "Hey, we have to arrest this guy." Like, come on, man. You're, yeah. you're being a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, there's a... Yeah, this... Actually, the B-plot actually kind of has a, a slight... Has a thematic tie-in. The B-plot is basically that Keiko wants to start a school yeah. on the on the station. And it's a, it's the culture clash thing. It's like the species not not trusting each other. I think culture clash is like the theme of this yeah. whole yeah. TV series. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. More than other Star Treks. At least, yeah. So far, it definitely is, yeah. yeah. Um... How I mean, we I, all live together. I mean, like, there, like war becomes the theme of later ones. It's okay. very obvious. Yeah. I mean, you probably have heard rumblings of. of I've heard rumblings that uh, there's something called the Dominion, and there's a Dominion war. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's not what I heard about. All right. Oh, I mean, dude, like improvised Star Trek. Actually, when they when they preface like what the what the time period is, yeah, they preface it with like the Dominion War is over and blah 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 blah. Okay. Yeah. So it's post DS nine. Yeah. Or. Yeah, yeah. IST okay. is post his time. Just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like pre the the Robin But it movie. is canon. IST. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is canon. Pro Star Trek is canon. You've heard it here first. Yeah, we've canonized them. Me, a guy who has only seen a fraction of the Star Trek series available. Yeah. Uh, so, and Eco has seen all of them. Not Discovery, actually, okay. and not the animated series. Okay. So maybe Discovery. Well, they all happened earlier. So you know what? Yeah. IST still canon. Yeah, still canon. Still canon. Oh, go listen to Improvised Star, Shakes, uh, Star Trek. Star Trek, which is actually discontinued. Which now. is I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the whole series is out there, and um, listen to it. Listen to it. It's canon. So you haven't do listened. your do your homework. Do your homework. <laughs> Listen to two, three hundred episodes of a podcast, and then get back to us. Yeah. Actually, no. Listen to this episode first. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So that's that was the the a man alone, and then uh, the next episode is pa- called Past Prologue, mm-hmm. and that deals with uh, basically 
a Bajoran freedom fighter who is running from the Cardassians. And that's basically the plot is it's it's kind of a mystery where um where we're trying to find out what he wants. So he used yeah. to be like he used to be a freedom fighter, but he's also a terrorist because he's done terroristy things. And he's trying to get Kira on his side to do something, which we will get into. Because she may used to have been involved with the more freedom fighty type people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and they have some sort of history with each other. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. She's kind of a, a woman between worlds. Yep. Uh, she, she doesn't know whether to rat on her, her friend because he's, he's encouraging a, a more... Uh, robust resistance against outside forces like the Federation yeah. uh, and the Cardassians, and then Cisco is like, no, you know, like, like because Cisco's not even sure whether to put this guy in political asylum or not, yeah. um, and she's she's furious because of course he needs asylum, um, and then uh, and then other things stuff. get tricky, yeah, and we'll we'll get into that in a sec, but first, your favorite character, My favorite Dude. character. It's amazing. It's like that's how good this character. So like he's so, good at one minute on screen. I was yeah, already like, this yeah. is the best character. Yeah, and like I mean, just from having watched the series, I I know that he becomes he's like he gets he's, better. He's a yeah, he's a great character. Oh yeah, he gets so much. He gets an appropriate amount of screen time. He's great, and this character is Garrick, the lone Cardassian aboard on the ship, the Taylor. Some people think. Uh, a clothier, he calls himself. A clothier, himself. yes. He call, he, he's a, a fashionista. He he goes to the bar just to see what people are wearing. Yeah. Uh, he, check out the latest fashions. Check man. out, that's what he says. Cling on Maybe fashions. he's a Kardashian spy. Maybe. But also he's helping out Bashir. He wants to be best friends with Bashir. Oh, yeah. He's like, I kind of act like a Game of Thrones character is what he's saying. <laughs> and I want to hang out with this guy who will later, in about... Two decades be cast on this show, <laughs> but I'm gonna get I'm gonna, because he's so far thinking. You know, I yeah. think he's a bit of a Varys type. Yeah, 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 I would yeah. say. Yeah, uh, I just found it amazing that within like basically in only one scene, you identified him as a great character. He's just so charismatic, yeah. and he's just you don't he's like speaking in double talk. He's just yeah. he's throwing shade. He's he's being sarcastic. He's he's politicking. Yeah. He's great. Oh, he's just... Oh, he's so much fun. What, oh, what was yeah. he saying? He was just, like... I don't know. He He's so self-aware of his situation. Yeah, and he's such a... Later he does jazz hands. Oh, yeah. It's like, does, let's, let us haggle. Let's, he's so excited to haggle. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he's the, wonderful. I've, I've been a little bit... Tepid on some of the Cardassians and, and keeping up with the uh, keeping up with the Cardassians is a little bit <laughs> tough for me sometimes. You gotta trademark that. Uh, I I am. Maybe this podcast should evolve into keeping up with the Cardassians. We're, a, we're, that's gonna be the title. I'm gonna calling it now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good good episode title. Uh, we stand a legend. That legend is Gary and it's the best. You know what? Um, I don't care about any of the other characters now. I just care about him. Uh, the other characters are great. They're great. But, you know, uh, if it's between them and Garrick, I'm on Garrick. Yeah, Garrick. All the time. Hashtag Team Garrick. Hashtag Team Garrick. Uh, when will Bella realize that Edward <laughs> and Jacob aren't enough for her? She needs to go to Deep Space Nine and just live 
with a clothier. Yeah. And yeah. she can be a space vampire, and he seems like a space vampire. He seems like, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he seems like a space he does. vampire. <laughs> he seems kind of like, he's so cool. He's so cool. He seems a little androgynous, which like seems more spacey. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's cool. He's he's a hip to the fashion. Yeah. Oh boy, I love I love good old Garrick. <laughs> Just he's plain simple Garrick. Plain simple Garrick. I can't wait to see what he's up to. I have no idea what he's up to. Oh, so he's many. a man of so many secrets. Yeah. Um, um, he become. I, I, there's a there's a there's a best you know greatest hits list of you know what. Um, I bet there's a YouTube video that's yeah. 30 minutes long because you can't narrow it down anymore yeah. of best Garrick moments. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, it's already gonna be five minutes just from this episode. Yeah. Uh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, I stand a legend. Uh, yeah. I like Pork too a lot. Yeah. Just because he's the principal from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh. Except in space, <laughs> Armin Shimmerman. Armin Bo. Shimmerman. Um, he he think like he's somewhat underutilized in in the early season. I want to say, but he gets up to some good shit. It's fun. He is he the one in that YouTube video I've seen where he talks about root beer and how it's a vile drink. Yes. Okay, that's like one of the few scenes from Deep Space Nine I've seen. Is this thing where he and Worf are drinking root beer? Is it Worf in that scene? It might be Worf. I don't I think know. it's Worf. Either way, they're trash and root beer. It's like, it's vile. I love root beer. Yeah. Fucking aliens. And, and actually, that um, he makes that his... Root beer is his metaphor for the Federation. Mm, I... Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's been a minute since I've seen the scene. I don't remember yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a really good scene. Uh, do your homework for the podcast. Uh, go on YouTube and look up Deep Space Nine. Root beer. Yeah. And you're back. Uh, yeah, I assume you just took two seconds to pause the podcast and watch <laughs> that video. We did not do the same, so no. Nah, so we're just here. <laughs> so, so the plot. Okay, to get back to the plot of this uh, this episode is that uh, it, it gets a bit convoluted, but basically the um, Tanalos, who's the the terrorist on the run, mm-hmm. uh, he wants to. And this is major spoiler for the episode, but he wants to blow up the uh, the whole the entrance to the wormhole. Yeah. And so that we shouldn't know, care about spoilers for the episode. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like yeah, uh, yeah. He wants to to blow up a wormhole because that's the thing is he wants to uh, he wants to blow up this great resource that's great to everybody else uh, and the Bajorans. Yeah, but he's like, well, it'll it'll make sure that everyone's not on our backs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might be clumsily comparing yeah. this to the whole rainforest thing, but it's I don't know. I think there are. Some parallels. Some yeah, there's some parallels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he wants to cut off the nose despite its face because it will at least get rid of... In a, the parasites. Yeah. Of the... Facial parasites. The, the Federation. The, the imperialists who are in his uh, in his planet. In, and on some level, I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's got, yeah. He's got reasons. Uh, he... He's anti-globalization in a he's, sense. He's anti-glo- the, the damn globalists. In the, which, in this case, is uh, anti-galaxization. The, the damn Hillary Clinton Federation is what he's saying, um, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he, I he says Bajor for Bajorans, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, when I say sympathetic, I don't necessarily mean I 100 sympath. I don't mean I agree right, with his. Yeah, yeah. I don't. But you can understand where he's coming from. I, I yeah. understand why he believes what he's doing is right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just like we can understand Thanos. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like the he, Mad Titan. The Mad Titan. Yeah. I don't totally understand Thanos. I'm going to be real with you. He could have just snapped, and you know what? There would be enough resources. Uh, that's the tragedy of him, is like he is too, he, he's so blind by the fact that his plan would have worked that he can't see another plan. Well, that's because he's the Mad Titan. Yeah. And because he's mad. I prefer his reasoning to be, I'm in love with the concept of death. <laughs> which is the comic book reason for him doing things. And he wants to... He wants death to fall back in love with him. Yeah, and apparently... Um, I guess spoilers for comics. Apparently, like, death and Deadpool are in a relationship at some point. I think they get married. I yeah. don't really care about Deadpool. Yeah. To be real with you. So Deadpool based- more like... Zack doesn't read Deadpool comics. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, those are the two episodes. I, I, there's less of a theme on this one, except for, I mean, you know, the whole nativist thing. Yeah. Anti, yeah. Anti-globalization or galactization. Uh, eventually, uh, Major Kira is, um, sides with the globalists. Yeah. Uh, that damn Hillary Clinton shill she is. I don't know. <laughs> what am I saying? I, I'm very clumsily. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not as informed as I pretend to be. I don't know shit. Please don't, please don't at me. I'm making jokes. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, Major Kira uh, uh, chooses a side. Yeah, chooses the Federation. She she chooses. Yeah, well, I I think she doesn't not choose the Bajorans. Right. She chooses. She chooses not to uh, be this national. She chooses open rather than closed. Yeah. As far as the as far as the planet. Yeah. yeah. She's like we. Yeah. I. I yeah. Um, a couple Klingons show up. Oh, yeah. We've seen these Klingons before. Lursa and Bator. Yeah, of the Duras family, yeah. who are the enemies of the Worf family. Yep. Which has a different name, probably. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the Klingon <laughs> family names are kind of weird. I don't I don't get how they work. Yeah. They lost their Klingon civil war, and now they're just... Now they're just there. Now they're just space terrorists or something? I don't no, know. They just, they just... I mean, they're still trying to probably fund another war. Are we like going to see them more? I don't remember. Them and their fashion choices. Oh, God. <laughs> um, um, well, okay. They, they appear in a movie. Okay. So You're not going to tell me which movie? Oh, it's Generations. Generations. Yeah. Okay, that's the one that um, Kirk dies in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm finally. sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hear it's in a very anticlimactic moment. Oh, it is. It yeah. is very. I, I enjoyed the movie. I think, uh, actually, that's the one that um, Deep Space Nine spoilers. Yeah. Is uh, is Generations, partially. It's It spoilers a little bit. I mean, it's like, it's not really that. So I've got to make sure I'm all caught up before I watch that one. I guess so. But it's not like, when Worf comes in, he tells you what happens, kind of. Like, okay. Like, he references it offhand. And... It's a reason to get Worf back in the plot. No, no. Yeah. It's okay. just, no. It's just, right. it's just something that he participates in, and then he, like... It kind of is, but it's it's yeah, it's very small detail like that that gets spoilerized, okay. or it, depending on your point of view, it could be small, it could be large. I don't know. Um, also, watching that movie doesn't spoilerize anything else from TNG, from what I remember. So you can just watch it; it's a pretty standalone. I mean, I want to finish TNG still. So. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna get there. I so since we last had a Star Trek episode which was a while back with Eric. Eric, yeah. Uh, he came on. He talked about uh, how he edits a podcast that's canon in the Star Trek <laughs> Yes. As we have spoken. Um, 
Because we decide what's canon in the Star Trek universe. We decide. We decide. Um, the, you know, the, the people who run that franchise come to us, and they're like, what is canon? Yeah, they ask us, uh, because we have the best takes. Yeah, we have the best takes. Uh, I haven't watched as much Star Trek, so I need to get back into it. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm just turning oh, okay. yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> tweaking the audio. I'm tweaking the audio. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, anything else about I mean, other, what are your general reactions of DS9 so far? Um, I'm enjoying it. It does seem, uh, you know, they've got to deal with these heavy political issues. Like, it yeah. seems like they're in a, what do you, what do you call it when it's um, fucking... They're in a tinderbox? Is that what you call uh, that's it? That's one way. I, I think I was like a, a uh, crisis zone, maybe? Not yeah, kind of, yeah, they're definitely... Hot box. Or yeah, um, they're definitely... It seems rife with conflict, you yeah. know? It, it's going to happen at any moment. Um, I, I'm enjoying that the characters feel very lively. I think, I think there are moments... Like, I love TNG, um, but I think because it's all Federation all the time, uh, and that's very much... We're all the best people. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah. Which is great, and I love it. And um, But at times, they can be a bit data-like, all of them. And they're uh, all a bit perfect. They're all self-righteous. And, yeah. yeah. And, it, it, and they're, they're, they're the best people, but like, uh, yeah. you get a bit self-righteous. Um, they're, they're a bit self-righteous. Uh, I like it a lot, but at the same time, sometimes you want to... Like, I like this show because it, you kind of see a little bit more of the dregs of society. Yeah. You've got, you know, they've got to deal with... The the quarks there just being uh, not totally above ab- board. Above board, exactly. Um, sweets with some uh, very suggestive massages. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they got got real sexy there for a moment right yeah. before a guy got murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a holodeck thing with a kissing massage. Yeah. Yeah, and weird fingers. Yeah. Uh, real weird. Gill-like fingers, yeah. not gill-like um, webbed fingers, webby, webby fingers, space fingers. Um, yeah, a lot more. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I I don't know how to feel about it yet. I haven't developed any connections with any of the characters except for uh, Garrick, who is already the best character in the franchise. Uh, but you know, uh, otherwise, like he's he's a side character. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't feel as much of a connection right now with. The main characters, you know, Cisco or Dax or okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Odo it, seems cool, even if he's you know a the uh, bad cop. He's bad cop. Yeah, and he's the main cop, so you know. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of reminds me. I've, I've recently started watching Stranger Things uh, season three. Okay, there's a moment where Jim Hopper, one of the heroes of the show, chief of police, uh, is arresting a protester, essentially saying, "I'm a cop. I can do what I want." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I was, I was watching that thinking, you know, that's troublesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's good policemanship. And then later he goes and beats up the mayor. Uh, spoilers for Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. That's not a major spoiler, I feel like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about it, so yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, the other characters do get, do get some significant development. I mean, it's pretty... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll build up. A, yeah. Like, you, you develop a relationship with these characters over time. They haven't all had... Time to be highlighted. That Bashir seems cool. I like Bashir. Yeah, Bashir, yeah, because he has his reactions to characters. Fucking hilarious. I feel like Bashir is dumb. And I like it. But he's actually one of the smartest people. Well, no, like, he's yeah. smart at 
science. Yeah, he's like he's, so he's very socially dumb, awkward. Yeah, he's very socially he's awkward. He's dumb with people. Yep. And I love it. He's such a little dumb guy. Yeah, like the one of the first when we were introduced to him, right? I think yeah. uh, in the, I don't in, totally remember. So I, I remember because I remember I do remember him coming off as dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so he's a it's a scene with Kira and he's like, you know, she's talking down about the the assignment. He's like, no, I asked for this assignment. This is where the real medicine happens, the frontier. And then she oh, yeah. and then she's like, well. Like, I'm sure you'll feel real good about yourself for bringing your Federation science to us primitive natives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He comes off real, I'm going on a mission trip. Yeah. yeah he yeah. comes off, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I love Bashir. He's I, a yeah. dumbass. I'm yeah. excited. Bashir's uh, great. I mean, He's like, a smart dumbass. Yeah. There's different kinds of yeah. smarts. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who else is good? I mean, they all—they're all great. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're all developed. Uh, she, like the ones that stand out in my head as being like super great are, I think, uh, Bashir and uh, O'Brien. Okay. And especially I, I that like that relationship—that relationship is actually gets super developed. I feel like I remember liking O'Brien whenever I'd catch my dad watching the show as a kid. Yeah. But whenever I saw O'Brien in Next Generation. Kind of didn't like him. He's kind of a nothing character in Next Generation. He Gen, is. And whenever he shows up, he always seems to be portraying the negative view. Okay. Like, the side that I don't agree with. Okay. Uh, he often seems to uh, be wary of the other. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't remember that much about him in, in TNG. I just know that... Remember see, I was paying there. attention. I was like, I'm, I feel like this is a character that I want to pay attention to. Oh, okay. Show up a little bit. You know, he... His star sort of rises because in the earlier seasons he's he's a very forgettable character. Yeah, he's basically a red shirt, but for some reason he gets I don't know he gets developed. He seems yeah. like a guy who just shows up in one episode and then doesn't. Yeah, shows up in more. He becomes a lead character. Also, he goes on to become a rail, railroad tycoon in the eighteen sixties. I'm sorry, post Civil War era. What? <laughs> Colin Meany plays. Uh, is this Deadwood? No, this is a uh, this is a um, Hell on Wheels. Oh my god! So he he plays a a railroad tycoon. Yeah. Person? Okay. Plays Thomas Doctorant. Doctor Ant. Durant. Durant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> cool. All. Yeah. So that I don't know if I'll watch Hell on Wheels, but maybe. I'm thinking, so, let's see. I mean, Odo, Kira, they go, they get developed. Uh, Jet Z, I think, gets developed. I just don't remember, like, specifically that much about... I mean, like, the... the she seems cool so far. Yeah. I like her. Uh, she seems, like, smart, you know? Yeah, just so she's dumb. Yeah. And she's smart. And yeah. she gets to one-up him. Yeah. In the first scene, and... One of the episodes, yeah, the yeah. episodes we watched. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I like yeah. her. I just don't remember... Okay, so I don't remember if there's any, like... If there's a super standout episode for her, yeah. in the same way that I can just remember, like, Garrick is a standout episode, and then, like, Bashir has a standout episode, or stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm sure there is, once I rewatch it, there's there's definitely gonna be there, it's gonna be there, I just don't, the first, my first, this is my first rewatch, essentially. I oh, binge-watched yeah. it back in, like, at a college, and, uh... You haven't seen it since? Yeah, I didn't, like, I've done rewatch of, like, specific parts, yeah. and she, parts. she has, like, great seeds, she has, like, great moments, but I don't remember a specific episode that super centered around her that was, like, a real standout moment, you know? But, yeah. 
And Cisco obviously is the captain, so you know the commander captain. They they generally get a lot of development. Yes, uh, and especially if we've got the whole relationship with his son. I do remember being developed a bit in the pilot, but once again, it's been months since I've seen the pilot. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have a great memory of it. Which yeah. I don't know. I got to get back into the swing of things, uh, but I'm just so behind on all the shows. I haven't been watching a lot of TV lately. Yeah. Behind on all the shows, Eco. All the shows. When am I going to have time for Star Trek? I don't know, man. No, man. With all the Miyazaki you're watching, segue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching I've been watching a lot of Miyazaki. Uh, well, not a lot. I've only seen three so far. But, but now you have access to I so do. many. Uh, middle of watching Star Trek, uh, a friend of mine came to uh, hand off her collection uh, of the Studio Ghibli collection, which has 18 movies. And it's all of... The Miyazaki movies, except for his first one, mm-hmm. which wasn't a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah. Um, it was Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro, mm-hmm. which is in a franchise. Uh, and it's great, and I highly recommend it. It's the easiest to access Miyazaki movie. It's on Netflix. Um, I don't know anything about the Lupin the Third franchise, uh, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, and then it doesn't have his last movie, which is The Wind Rises, only because I assume this collection came out beforehand. Okay. But it has like, other movies on it. Like, Tales from Earthsea, which is directed by his son. Huh? Uh, and it's based off the Wizard of Earthsea series. Huh? Uh, which is... I've only read the first book, but it's cool. Anyways, yeah, I've been watching a lot of yeah. Miyazaki movies. Tweak the audio a little bit. What? Tweak the audio a little bit more. Is this the air conditioning you keep cooling with? Yeah. Uh, for the audiences, uh, the reason... Uh, Ico just keeps messing with the AC. Yeah, uh, uh, I hope it doesn't sound weird in the mix. Yeah, it, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to explain for the uh, audience who is not seeing you stand up, stand and up and walk around. <laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, let's see, anything else to cover about uh, DS9 so far? DS9. Let's see. Uh, any questions that you have? Any questions? Ooh, boy, ooh, boy. Anything that you're dying to know? Spoilers or no? Um, um hmm. do we see more other than Worf, who I know shows up? Yeah. Do we see more of like the TNG T yeah. Yeah, TNG crew. Do we see any more of them? Somewhat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're they're not a huge feature, but they 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 drop in. Okay. And we have the Juris sisters. Are there any other like side characters? I mean I assume there are. World building. Dude, there's dude, it's a huge this is like the hugest world, man. Okay. There's so many side characters that get so much development. They do so much shit. It's like fucking crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And we get more Garrick. Definitely uh, more Garrick. There's a, there's another character that you'll like who's uh, whose whose name is Wei Yoon, who Wei comes Yoon. in later seasons. What kind of alien is Wei Yoon? He's uh, he's one of the Dominion aliens, actually. Oh. Yeah. The Dominion War. Yeah. We've spoken about this yes. earlier in this episode that we are recording right now. Yeah. That's all I know about it. <laughs> oh, it's some of the best. What are the... Is it a spoiler to tell me what the Dominion are? It's a tiny spoiler. I mean, it's okay. just like... They're, they're Gamma Quadrant Power. That's all I'm like... Okay, so they're beyond the wormhole. Yeah, yeah. But like, can you tell... No. I'm going to find out for myself yeah. what kind of alien they are. Uh, I'm excited. I'm yeah. thrilled. I'm... Here's how I'm envisioning it. Have you ever seen the TV show Babylon 5? Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, actually. It's another show my dad was into. Yeah. It's a show about a space station. In space. Yes. Yeah. As space stations tend to be. Yeah, as they tend to be. Uh, okay. So my memory isn't great about it, but there were these warring factions 
uh, there were all these different kinds of aliens. There were aliens that had like shells on their head. Okay. And and one of them went into a cocoon and she grew hair. Um, and then she was like part human or something. I don't know. Okay. There were these aliens with weird flat hairdos that were like mohawks, but on the side. Okay. Uh, and I think they were at war with these like reptilian people with spots on their head. Okay. Uh, and then there was this other alien that, I don't know, they couldn't breathe the air or something. And they looked like ghost people. They were weird. And so they were always wearing like armor on the ship because they couldn't wear the, breathe the air. And they were kind of ominous. And I don't remember much about them, but I think I remember that they had these weird, scary spaceships. <clears throat> That's what I'm assuming the Dominion are. Weird, scary spaceships. Weird, scary spaceships. Ghost, shadowy people. Uh oh you'll you'll like I never happens. finished Babylon 5. I don't remember it that well. Don't at me Babylon 5 fans. Uh <laughs> uh J Michael Straczynski who created that series uh went on to be a comic book writer. I think Ronald D Moore I think is or and maybe Brown and Braga uh are overlapping with DS9 in that series somehow. I think as writers. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of similarities because they're there's spaceships, there's war infections. Yeah. Of I mean yeah, they're Space stations is what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's a cool scene where the security chief is fixing up a motorcycle. Yeah. And then one of the aliens fixes the motorcycle for him, and he's angry because he's like, you gave me this clean future power source, and it's an old school motorcycle. I wanted to run it on gasoline. And she's like, that's horrible. We live in the future. Why would you? No. Now it'll run forever, and it'll be clean. And then he rides the motorcycle in the space station. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's I, I I haven't seen this show in about fifteen years. Uh, wow, <laughs> it's a good show though. Uh, my dad likes it. Yeah, yeah. So let's see Couple what else you'll you'll like what the Dominion ends up being. It's not uh, it's not quite uh, that. Oh, but it's not it's, ghost shadow people. No, not quite. But they're they're good. They're a compelling antagonist. Okay, I'm excited to get to it eventually. Yeah, uh, it's um, on my slate. Yes, yeah. the um, just so that the guide says a lot of season one is skippable, which I probably agree with. Yeah, but character development. Yeah, is char- there character development. There's character. I development. want to get attached to these guys. Yeah, there's character development. I feel like I'm all my Star Trek attachments are to to Jordy and, and Data yeah. and Riker and, and Deanna Troy. Yeah, and you know I want to get connected to Cisco and the gang. Yeah, you know? there's there's I think there's some good character development it's um i think there's a couple ones that are straight up skip which is probably true okay there's one that i actually remember it very well i just also i remember because it was kind of pointless i mean i did skip a lot of the early tngs yeah yeah yeah. uh so i'll look at this guide because i i used a similar guide for tng and i just i i used it heavily for the first two seasons and then once i was like in the show because once you get in, it, it's helpful. It's helpful when you're not when you're still not sure if you love the show yet. Yeah, um, hit the high points. Hit the high points, get the low points, and especially if yeah, because season one is most is much more episodic relative to the other yeah, seasons. Because you led me to believe this is much more serialized. Yeah, yeah. Once you once you get like season three or four ish is when it starts being like full bore. I think season four is when it picks up really a lot. Yeah. And then, like, once you hit season six, you're like, the whole thing is serialized at that point. I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, that is something that makes TNG not as bingeable as that it's not. Mostly because I feel like we've been conditioned 
uh, for serialized television, for yes. binge culture, yes. binge watching culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, season six is. I mean, yeah. Once you get to when you get once you get to the Dominion War, you're like, what? This is fucking. This is crazy. Look, man, I'm on the edge of my seat. They make yeah. they make so so such big moves in the show. It's it's great. Well, we'll talk to you about it in about a year. <laughs> when we actually finish it. Yeah, uh, when we actually get to finish it. I'm sure I'll get to it sooner yeah. than that. I don't know. Because I've, I've got to finish TNG. I've got to watch them, I guess, maybe concurrently. I don't know. I'd like to watch them concurrently so that it makes sense when Worf joins the crew. Where where are you on um, TNG again? I'm about one episode past the pilot of Deep Space Nine. One or two episodes past. Well, I don't... I don't... I think five is season five or six. Okay. Whenever TNG starts. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry that's not helpful. <laughs> okay. So the okay. Um. So yeah, you want to finish. Okay. Before before season four, you need you should have finished TNG and seen the movie first movie. First contact. Yeah. No no no. Um. Uh, Generations. Generations. Yeah. Okay. Now I also need to see. All the movies in between Wrath of Khan. Which we still haven't done. Which we yeah, keep talking about. Which is, yeah. I need to see Search for Spock. Um, uh, Journey Home. Journey Home. That's the whale one that whale. everyone likes. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> uh, and then there's the fifth one that people don't like as much, uh, maybe? The, yeah, The Final Frontier, which is not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm still going to see it. Yeah, we're still, uh, yeah. Then, is the next one Generations? No, Undiscovered Country. And that one's good. That one's good. It's also, um, you can also tell that this is, it was made when I think probably all the other Treks were running at the time, actually. I think DS9 was running yeah. at the time because you see actor overlap for sure. And uh, Michael Dorn appears in it, actually. Worf. Yeah. But he, is he Worf? He's not, he's not Worf. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So no time travel. No time travel. Because <laughs> that would be the only reason why he would really be. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, Michael maybe Thorne sometime I'll go more into the original series, but yeah. I'm not, it's not a priority. Yeah, Odo's character, no, not, not Odo's. Odo's actor appears in in um, in Undiscovered Country. I don't know if he had that DS9 had started yet. Yeah, but may, maybe that was the one that got him the part or something like that. You know? Okay, he's in it. His nose is less weird. He's he. I think he's just a human in that. Yeah. So his nose is less weird. Yeah. Probably his eyebrows. Also, I think uh, I think uh, who's the who's the actor? Um, the, the, the person that plays General Chang, um, Christopher Plummer. Oh, speaking of. No, not speaking of. That's Christopher Lee. Uh, Very similar vibes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always mix those two guys up for one reason. Um, uh, Christopher Lee, I mentioned, because while we were watching this episode, in the second episode, there's a guy who's wearing a, like, Kind of a, uh, he's wearing like a black hood and cloak. And he, at first, I was like, that guy looks like Emperor Palpatine. Oh, yeah. And then you go look at his face, and he actually looks like Count Dooku. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I, um, I enlightened Zach about the fact that uh, Ian McDermott uh, was casted as Emperor Palpatine way before the prequels. I thought Ian McDermott, for some reason, I thought it was a different actor in the prequels than in. Uh, original trilogy. in the original trilogy, he shows up in The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, which some might say is the second Star Wars movie they released, and I would agree with the people who say that because that's factual. That's just fact. yeah, that's fact. Yeah, uh, look on IMDb if you don't believe me. Uh, episode five of Star Wars, second released. 
Uh, I know we're all in shock right now. It's episode five. It should be the fifth one that came out. But let me tell you, the fifth one that came out was episode two. I'm saying that because there's a Star Wars The Holiday Special. So that's that's kind of its own movie. I'd say, you know. No, so that that would make it uh, Phantom Menace then. Fifth one, right? Yeah. Fourth is Holiday Special. I'm sorry. Nope, you're right. Uh, Your math makes more sense than my math one. Uh, Oh, God, this is very embarrassing for me. I'm just going to. I'm just going to hide now. Uh, sorry, Attack of the Clones is the sixth movie. Uh, I know that surprises everyone listening. Uh, yeah, Attack of the Clones, episode two. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? Can you believe that the first Star Wars release was episode two? Are, are we blowing your minds right now? Can you believe that Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy, was not the Final Fantasy? Because there were 15 more. Can you believe that none of the Final Fantasies are like, Connected with each other in terms of world? Well, some are. Some are? Okay. Thanks. I I actually, I don't know. I've, you know, you I know? haven't played much of the Final Fantasy series. It's funny. I think that's like a, that's a trope of, um, of like, I think Japanese media more so because, like, I know, for example, like Power Rangers and, and uh-huh. some other of their franchises, like, like the Transformers and everything, they keep on doing Transformers like, is an American franchise. I think. The animation may have started in Japan. I'm not complaining. Oh. Don't quote me on this. Okay. Don't quote me on it either. You know what? We'll just leave that a mystery. But like, uh, yeah, so they what they keep on doing is they just... And you can see it in how Power Rangers is now. Yeah. But they just keep on rebooting with different characters. Yeah, well, Where, well like sometimes... Same, let me tell you as a former Power Rangers fan. Uh, I, it's been about 20 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Power, Sp- Power Rangers in space... Uh, is not a full re- reboot, uh-huh. uh, and then eventually they reboot, they, and then and then they start to connect, and that's where you get Power Rangers Shattered Grid, which is in the uh-huh. comic series, uh, which might be good. I need to check out the comic comic series. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I just remembered because I don't know. I guess I accidentally brought it up, and now I want to talk about it. Okay, but uh, Final Fantasy, which I just brought up, yeah, is heavily influenced by the last movie I saw. Miyazaki's Castle in the Sky. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very interesting. It was Final it was really cool to watch that and be like, oh, this is Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy one, I guess. Which one would you say, or just one? Channel? The whole series. The whole series. Okay. I mean, I'd say one, but more others. I don't know. Miyazaki likes airships. Final Fantasy likes airships. <laughs> okay, yeah. So. Castle in the Sky has a sky in as a castle in the sky. I don't know if you know that. It's the plot of the movie. <laughs> uh. Badgers yeah. on a hovercraft. What? Badgers on a hovercraft. Did, so, I, did I ever tell you the story? Okay, so... Okay, yes. Tell me and the audience the story. So you remember when Snakes on a Plane came out, right? Uh, I do. Samuel L. Jackson's finest. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was an article that came out about at the, around the time of how, you know, Hollywood's going to learn from this and they're going to just put the name of the the basic plot premise in the title. And so the next movie, logically, would be Badgers on Hovercraft. I would watch that movie. I haven't seen Snakes on a Plane. Uh, I, I listened to parts of the soundtrack. Uh, Cobra Starship did a song on it. I've uh, I've seen I've seen Snakes on a Plane. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. How is it? It's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay. It's uh, it's it was made for for the meme generation. It was absolutely made for yeah. the meme generation. Ooh. Some might say it's the first meme movie. <laughs> I am sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Oh, God. I haven't thought about that movie in a 
God, my favorite line from that is Perfect. actually so. The, the it's villain. not the titular line. No. Okay. It's the it's the villain. Okay, so the so I mean, I like that you have a different favorite line. This is so I mean, we all know that it's about snakes on a plane. You knew that when you heard Wait, the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> so any, anyways, uh, so the my favorite what? line is uh, the villain that that put the snakes in the plane. Okay. He's just like. He just, I think he's at a punching bag. He's is, is the villain not the snakes? No. Okay. Keep going. There was a villain who put the snakes on the plane. Yeah, to try and do some sort of assassination plot to yeah. a passenger on the plane. I've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. trailer. Yeah. So okay. he's like kickboxing or something. He's like kicking something, probably a punching bag. And then uh, his people, there's people around him talking to him. And and he, and they, one of them asks something like, you know, couldn't you have found another way? And he's like, don't you think I consider all the possibilities? And I'm like, what? So, like, after considering all the possibilities of how to make this assassination work, your answer was to put snakes on a plane. And I just cracked up. I, I like, mean, that's my favorite line of the movie. Maybe the guy is not good at planning. <laughs> maybe he, like, considered all the possibilities. But, there but he's just, like, he's, he's, he's like, uh, my favorite doctor, Julian Bashir, Kind of a dumbass. <laughs> and he uh, uh, just... Found a reason that those weren't viable. So instead he thought, oh, foolproof. Snakes on the plane. plane. <laughs> yeah. Now, did his plan work? Spoilers, no. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that means he didn't fully consider even that idea. You know what? Yeah. He's a bad plan. He's a bad villain. He didn't I don't consider, sympathize with him. He didn't consider that spoilers again that one of the random people that ends up saving the plane is just a passenger who says he's a who says he can fly it, and when Samuel L. Jackson's character asks him, "Where did you learn to fly?" He's like, "Flight simulator." I think that moment was in the trailer too. Oh yeah, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that was <laughs> the, a trailer. I don't think I've seen since like 2006, but I seem to remember so vividly. <laughs> it's a good moment. It's a good. Where'd you learn how to fly? Flights Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's great. That's great. I mean, any any disaster movie on a plane always has that one guy who hasn't ever flown a plane before, but seems to know how to fly a plane. Yeah. Like that famous movie, Airplane! Exclamation point. Oh, is that part of it? Okay, yeah. It's something like that. If, that. if that ever happens, that'll be me. Okay. Yeah? You yeah. play on a flight simulator? Yeah, I played. Yeah. I and mean, you've I, watched the movie Snakes on a Plane, I've, so you're I've, an expert. I've logged so many hours in a flight simulator. How many yeah. hours? Like, too many to count. I don't, I don't even remember at this point. Oh, yeah. This this it's like a it was a, it's a it's actually an MMO, um, World War Two era flight sim. Okay, and you can fly modern plane. No. Okay, but if it was an MMO World War Two plane, yeah, you could fly. Yeah. Okay. Remind me if I ever go flying with you. <laughs> We're gonna take a trip on a World War Two era plane. Uh, just in case the pilot just in case is yeah. killed by a snake. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're forced to land somehow. Yeah. yeah, I'll trust you. You're the new Sully Solenberg. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's, as far as steering, that actually is not that hard. I figured that but landing, landing. Ooh, let yeah. me tell you, ninety percent of flight is taking off and and landing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, anything else we want to talk about? It's about time. So, yeah, I think should, I we, think we should call it. We should. Uh, you want to talk briefly about Justice League? Oh man, I, I watched Justice it, like, League, a movie I haven't seen since. 
January 2018, maybe? So I, I watched it in the last two weeks. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah, we're talking about the 2017 film Justice League, directed by Joss Whedon slash Zack Snyder. Yeah. Uh, featuring Ben Affleck. Henry uh, Cavill. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Jason Momoa. Uh, Ezra Miller. Is that his last name? I don't know. You mean uh, the Cy- Flash? Cy- oh, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's could right. not tell you the actor who plays Cyborg. Cyborg. Okay, yeah. um, Cyborg. Cyborg is in the movie. Yeah, he's in the movie. Uh, <laughs> so, his costume looks dumb in the movie. I got to be real with you. He looks like a CG's bad not, Terminator. CG's not good. Like, look, I, make your characters more interesting. Flash. I don't know. Like, like I feel like they did a disservice to Cyborg in that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, what's your opinion? So okay, um, we just give our like basic like one liner opinions. I was like, this movie is a mess, but it's enjoyable as a standalone thing. Having only seen Wonder Woman, and Aquaman personally. Oh, so you didn't see the movie that set up for this, right? Batman v Superman: right, Dawn I, of Justice. Right, I did not see that. Um, so my feelings are as somebody who hates this stupid universe, <laughs> uh, which is getting better because Shazam and Aquaman were pretty good. Yeah, and Aquaman and Wonder Woman. It was fine. It was watchable. It was good. Um, uh, it was just like, it was just so medium. Yeah, I uh, mean, like like you said, like the criticism is like after the trend scene, nothing, nothing happened yeah. too much. Is like it's not that great after that. Yeah, uh, there's there's some good moments. But it's yeah, like good leading up to that. Gal Gadot's great, man. Um, I think especially my, my uh, feeling on Justice League, yeah, the movie good. we were yeah, talking about, yes. uh, is it was a movie that at first I was like, you know what? I think there's still hope for this universe. Uh, I like the Justice League as a concept. I love the animated TV series okay. um, by Bruce Timm, which I strongly recommend to everyone. It's a great cartoon. I've probably seen a couple of episodes. Justice League is yeah. great. And then Justice League Unlimited, which follows it, yeah. also great. Uh, it's done by the same guy who did Batman the Animated yeah, Series. Yeah, I love the yeah, Animated Series. Uh, and and Superman the Animated Series. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Bruce Timm. So he's good. phenomenal. Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman. Yeah, Bruce uh, Timm, Paulini. Kevin Conroy. Oh, Mark Hamill is the Mark Hamill, perfect Joker. Yeah. Um, anyways. Um, and then I didn't see this movie when it was released. Yeah. Uh, until like two months later. But you had still seen... Still in theaters. You had seen BVS, though. I had seen BVS, and it was... A tragedy. It was... I, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, You're not in I the... was sitting in there, and I was... I, I love Superman and I love Batman and that was not Superman and that was not Batman. And, and, and then they were, there was a, a YouTube clip of Aquaman and that's how they were going to, that's how they introduced how they really? were going to introduce him. And then Lex Luthor was bad. Lex Luthor uh, was, uh, not was, Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> Lex look, Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg, I think, is a good actor. I was going to say he's Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Lex he is, Mark Zuckerberg. kind of is Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, he's just not compelling to me in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he's not Lex Luthor as I see him. It's not, it's not what I want out of this universe. And, and I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. And they were like, here's a video clip of Aquaman. And here's a video clip of Cyborg. Here's a video clip of The Flash. And that's how you were introduced to all these characters. Through YouTube clips. Um, Batman and Superman bonded uh, in a very memeable moment uh, about the fact that their moms have had have the same name. Hey, Martha. Uh, I've which, heard about this, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people defend it online that moment. And let me tell you, 
Spend your energy elsewhere if you're going to defend something. Okay, look, it was a dumb moment. Uh, 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 anyways, I saw the movie Justice League. Uh, Wait, just one question, real quick though. What is a? How does Wonder Woman get introduced in that? Wonder Woman gets introduced in it. Let me see if I recall. So, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Now I don't know if you know who Bruce Wayne is. Let me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he's Batman. he's Batman. You knew. I knew. Oh my okay. god. Second spoiler. There was a journalist named Clark Kent. But he's now, actually Superman. You, how did you know? How did I know? One of them wears glasses. Um, I do have a, a whole defense of the whole glasses thing. But uh, <laughs> we'll not get into it. Um, um, I think they're like at a party. And then this woman, Diana Prince, uh, is there. Now, spoiler alert. This woman, Diana Prince, is wonderful. Whoa. Yeah. And I guess, like, Batman figures out her identity. Look, it's a movie I saw a few years ago, and I'm trying to forget as much as I can. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So Justice League, then. And then she shows up, and she helps. They all fight Doomsday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is the villain. Uh, but also Lex Luthor's the villain. It's a bloated movie with too many characters. Yeah. Um, Justice League. Uh, was originally directed by bad director Zack Snyder, yeah. who um, I'm sure is a decent man. He had a family tragedy, uh, which is why I feel bad about calling him a bad director, but I do think he's a bad director. Uh, like, he or clearly has a vision, I just don't like his visions. Yeah, uh, I think poorly chosen director, maybe. Uh, yeah, a poorly chosen to be in charge of an entire universe. Anyways, yeah. then Joss Whedon replaces him. Joss Whedon was broken by Avengers Age of Ultron. So Joss Whedon's also, like, so-so yep. nowadays, but he yep. brings a little bit of life and levity into this movie. Yes. He replaces him. Uh, I came into this movie being like, I hear it's bad, I'm not excited about it anymore, and I saw it two months later after everyone had already trashed it. Yes. And I thought it was better than I expected, and there yeah. were moments that I was like, this is what I want to see. There were a few moments of the actual Superman, because Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, I feel like the Superman in those movies... Just didn't feel like Superman to me. Yeah. And there were a few moments where he was actually, like, a jovial man who, like, cared about people yeah. in Justice League. And I was excited to see that. Yeah. Um, uh, my man, Aquaman, my man. He says, my man. My man, yeah. And I don't think he says that at all in the film Aquaman. Um, <laughs> my man. But he's just, he, he's a bro. Uh, he's Jason Momoa. Yeah. He's Cal Drogo. Yeah. Uh, except he's not Cal Drogo at all. But he's a bro. He's married yeah. to Lisa Bonet. And he's he's kind of chill. I like him. Yeah. So uh, so what I okay. So yeah. what I'll say about Justice League, like, like having seen all this stuff about the DCEU being like a hot mess, I came in with like so low of expectations. Yeah. I I'd seen so many like videos about like comparing that with Avengers and how it was so much worse and everything, and like I see understand and there's it's funny there's actually like a there's some people that like. Was were excited for the the vision of BVS, the Zack Snyder vision, and then were disappointed because that didn't happen in Justice League. Yeah, which I can I can understand. There, Zack Snyder has his has his fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not one of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the point. I, I think you know what you should see Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, just just to see it, just to see it. There's a Zack Snyder cut out there, which is even longer, the ultimate ultimate cut or whatever. Yeah. And some people say it makes things better, and there are scenes in it. That aren't bad, isolated. <laughs> yeah. Um, they still aren't true to the characters. 
uh, who are mythic characters that have yeah. been entrenched in our in our culture. Yes, uh, we all know and love and are not represented on screen, but they are good movie moments. Yeah. So yeah, that's like. As a standalone thing, without having the baggage of those two, uh, basically the two yeah. Zack Snyder movies, Man of Steel and uh, and and BVS, I was like, oh, this kind of like kind of works. Yeah, like there's so, there, actually my favorite moment on that as actually is um is Bruce Wayne saying, talking to Alfred about like about Superman, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like he's more human than I am. He like grew up, he had a In job. This moment. Is true to the characters. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because I agree with that. Yeah. It was like, that. I was like, wow, that's, yeah, he's like, he says, I, he grew up, he got a job, he fell in love, you know, and, and it's like, that's more, and, you know, as of speaking as Bruce, I was like, that's more than I've done, you know, yeah. and I was like, damn, that, that hits hard, bro. That's a good moment. That's a really good moment. Um, I like... Jeremy Irons is Alfred too. Yeah. I think that that's one of my favorite things about Batman vs Superman. That movie yeah. that I hate. Yeah, uh, is I like him as Alfred. He's they, a sassy Alfred. Uh, he's cool. I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah, and I love a sassy Alfred. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, my one of, a moment I really like that movie also as Batman. Yeah, uh, which is weird because I liked Ben Affleck in Batman vs Superman. Like I didn't like his necessarily how the character was written. Yeah. But I kind of liked him as Batman. I yeah, yeah. bought it. I felt like he was really phoning it in in Justice League. Okay. Uh, um, but he has a moment where he's talking to the Flash, who really, he, he's not a fighter of a superhero. He yeah. just runs in and he saves people. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And Batman's just like, hey, just save one person. Yeah. And then you're a hero. And that's a good moment. You know? yeah. That's like a good line. And then he goes, like, that's that's what Batman should be doing. He's got to lead this ragtag group of yeah. superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good moment. And, yeah, I remember that. There's, like, uh, the, um, the the moment where Aquaman sits on the on the, um, the lasso. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, he just spills his guts. Yeah. 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 That's a funny moment, too. Uh, a lot of this, so uh, a lot of this is is um, a little bit based on a re- semi-recent Justice League origin. Okay. And there's a scene where Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, uh, is accidentally touching the lasso. Yeah. And he, he has a very similar scene where he's talking to Flash, basically saying, uh, I want to save all these people so that I look good in front of Wonder Woman because she's hot. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And it kind of reminded me of, of that particular moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this, um, man, like, there was a bit of a theme, which was kind of like, uh, well, it, all the heroes have their own, like, they're all wrapped up in their own tragedies, basically. Yeah. That that was the theme that I could tell from that, which is like, eh, they didn't really develop it, but it's like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, that's a very human thing. Yeah, I don't know. The recent development in DC Comics, some would argue it's less recent. It's just all, it feels like all the superheroes need to have some sort of tragic backstory. Yeah. Like... The whole thing where Flash, his mom died, yeah. and his father's in prison, yeah, uh, and that's a big plot point in the television, the widely popular television show, yeah, uh, which I stopped watching a while back. Does that share actors? Is that also no. as re- okay. different actor? That's okay. Grant Gustin, okay, um, as the Barry Allen, okay, yeah. Um, but uh, originally, Flash was just a guy who got superpowers and just like saved people, yeah. and then. Uh, 
back in like 2010 or whatever, Barry Allen, that particular Flash, had been dead for about 23 years yeah. uh, of our time. Yeah. Uh, and he came back to life in comic books because all superheroes do. Yeah. And he came back with the tragic backstory of now his mom was murdered yeah. by a supervillain uh, who went back in time and killed his mom. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't like that. Because, like, that's Batman's got the tragic story. Flash is supposed to be the sort of more jovial guy who's like, yeah. I save people because I'm a good dude. Yeah. Uh, and now it's, I don't know. I don't love that every superhero has to have a tragic backstory or something sad going on. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, like, like this is something that's, that that's just bothers me about DC Comics nowadays. Okay, they, yeah. they change some things. Okay. Love it. Yeah. We'll not go into. Yeah. Uh, I, I love both DC and Marvel. I love the characters involved. Uh, I just think DC makes choices that I don't always love. Yeah, and especially their their, their cinematic universe. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm intrigued about what they're doing with it now because they realize they just, it's, it's not so much a universe anymore. No, and they're so just that's doing good. whatever. That's fine. Yeah, this Joker movie is coming out. That looks pretty months. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could yeah, be yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'm not a big Tom Phillips fan. Uh, that's the director, but should be interesting. Joaquin Phoenix is great. Yeah, um, I saw the trailer. We saw the trailer for it as part of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, uh, they just released a final trailer. I think right. today or yesterday. So I need to see that. Yeah. See it yet. Yeah. Um, right. Anything more you want to say? No, about I think this? Like, this, yeah. All right. This, we covered it. Um, catch me at Mint Tuesdays at 730 at Unoids. It's a great show. It's really fun. Um, I'm randomly releasing ambient music because it's very easy for me to make and people seem to enjoy it actually. So check it out. I have a link on my Facebook, but it's, uh, it's on my SoundCloud. That's cool. Yeah. I gotta check that out. I didn't yeah. know you were doing that. Yeah, okay. it's it's very easy to make. It takes maybe only twice as long as the actual song to make, which is so short. Okay, yeah. I'll start listening to that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, cool. Uh, I don't really have any plugs. I don't know. Follow me on the social media, uh, Twitter, uh, at First Place Burger, which is also my Instagram. It's also my letterbox. If you want to see my reviews on movies that I'm watching, oh yeah, I'm especially to... all these anime movies I'm yeah. apparently watching now. I'm starting to do that just so I can keep track and like. Write notes and remember. Yeah, so that's like sweet. one of the main reasons I'm doing yeah, yeah. it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily need to have an audience, but I like having friends on it. I yeah. like having people I know I can talk to movies about. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. Eco and Zach signing off. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.